Welcome, you lovely lot, to episode 136 of Near Perfect Pitch. This week, the programme is brought to you by Medicine. Yes, Medicine, the band, specifically Annette Zielinskis, who I chatted with just a little while ago. And it's brought to you by Annette and the Coconut White Chocolate Macadamia. Talking to Annette at the end of the programme about the wonderful new majestic LP of uh, cover versions by Medicine entitled Scarred for Life. We'll be talking all about that at the end of the programme. Usual features, loads of new releases, which I'll get to in a little while. But we can kick things off this week quite nicely with a bit of new order.
Well, that's what got it all started for British Sea Power. That's the title track to their 2003 debut EP. And we kick things off, what a brilliant way to kick off the programme, with some New Order. The might of New Order is exemplified by playing Sunrise from 1989's Low Life, an LP track that could take on any track released in the modern era. Absolutely demented stuff, that, by New Order. Let's tell you what you can hear. Uh, in terms of new releases. We're going to have one right after I've uh, finished uh, uh, chuntering on here. We're going to hear something new by Saltwater Sun. We're going to hear Mouth Breather. It's a brilliant single. Uh, on top of that, we're going to be hearing new material by the following artists. Uh, Dave Mankind, uh, some new material from Manchester's fantastic Juliper Sky. Margot from London have some new material. Our spin of the week this week is by Manchester's WH Lung with a track called Symmetry. Absolutely superb stuff. Um, we've got new material by Die Realitat from Germany. We also have uh, the brand new single by Wire, which I'm really uh, excited to share with you. We also have uh, the new single by I Saw and the Jinx, as well as new material by Louise Connell and Catholic Action from Glasgow. And all the songs in the interview with Annette at the end of the programme from Medicine are all new, all three songs off the brand new Scarred for Life uh, LP. And we have a special hat trick today dedicated to uh, a family member, Izzy, in uh, the Black Country. And we have an Izzy hat trick which features two new releases, one of which is from Wives, the other is from the KVB. As promised, Saltwater Sun. Objections to the likes of me Canonize those reviews of me
This week's obligatory fall oh, track is obviously the fall. That's Auto Tech Pilot. That's the, the last track on 86's Ben Sinister LP, their ninth LP. And before that, we heard from Reading, Saltwater Sun's latest single called Mouth Breather, soundcloud.com slash saltwater hyphen sun we have more special features in case you're new to the program we have essential wax which is the next special feature coming up in about uh, i don't know 10 15 minutes or so it is our uh, must-have lp of the week feature i.e an lp that you should have in your collection if you don't you should be ashamed of yourself we have spin of the week which is our single of the week we have our hat trick which i've already alluded to but i'll get into more detail later we have tune this which this week is the icicle works cover me this week which is a John uh, Cooper Clark and Hugh Cornwell, and uh, we have our weekly peel as well as our interview, which I've already talked about at the end of the program with Annette from Medicine. Now, what have I got queued up next for you, lovely lot? Oh, yes, Dave Mankind. This is brand new stuff. Another Sunday as we FA. The slates are wet and the skies are grey. I'm gonna drift on a 
Just how good is that? Marvellous, that is. That is the latest and third single by Manchester's fantastic Juliper Sky. That's called Wave. And you can follow them at julipersky.co.uk. And that's Juliper, not Junipper. And before that, we heard something new by Dave Mankind. Follow uh, London Rip Records on SoundCloud, L-D-N-R-I-P, to uh, keep abreast of all things Dave Mankind. Don't know much more about Dave Mankind than that, to be honest, but uh, tickled my fancy did that. Another Sunday and Sweet F.A., the name of that song. And uh, another firm favourite of Near Perfect Pitch is Margot, and their latest single sounds something like this.
possibly, arguably the best three-piece ever. The Jam, Paul Weller, Bruce Foxton, Rick Buckler. And that's one of two songs that we're going to be hearing off this week's Essential Wax, which is Sound Effects by The Jam from 1980. Before I get into more detail about our Essential Wax, I can tell you that before we heard The Jam, we heard Margot from London. And you can follow them on facebook.com slash Zeko. That's M-A-R-G-O-T-Z-E-K-O. And that's how you can follow them. And uh, that's their latest single. I think their seventh single, uh, Taken by Age. They are fan dabby doozy, all that lot. Love Margot. Now let's get back to our Essential Wax, which is brought to you each and every week by uh, our compadres at Everything Indie, over40.com. A wonderful online community of uh, music lovers. Get involved socially, have a laugh, and uh, get to know people who are of similar musical tastes as yourselves, i.e., the same musical taste as the near-perfect pitch posse. Consummate musical taste, I'm trying to say. Now, that song that we just heard, Pretty Green, uh, was an LP track intended as the first single off uh, the uh, the LP by The Jam, but uh, was nixed by Paul Weller, who wanted to start to be uh, the single. And uh, it did end up being just that. On Polydor Records, their fifth of six studio LPs. Let's hear one of the two singles, shall we? Let's hear That's Entertainment, an absolute beaut. Thanks. 
Missing the tranquility of solitude Getting a cabin, travelling on buses Read the graffiti of our slash seat affairs That's for you, that's
from Manchester with their second and brand new single. That's WH Lung with Symmetry. Soundcloud.com slash WH Lung. They are terrific, aren't they? And um, be playing all their new stuff as it comes out, hoping for an LP this year, because I think they are due on after two terrific singles. And before that, we heard the second of two tracks of this week's Essential Wax, as brought to you always by Everything Indie Over 40. We heard one of the two singles off uh, the uh, the LP, which is, of course, Sound Effects from 1980, the fifth of six LPs by The Jam on Polydor Records, produced by the wonderful Vic Coppersmith Heaven. What a name that is. I always used to be enamoured with that as a kid when I used to read that. The liner notes, Vic Coppersmith Heaven. And it was re-released in 2010 as a 30th anniversary 2CD edition, if you're at all interested, which you indeed should be, and you should have that version, because it has, obviously, the first record as it was in its entirety, plus all the bonus beats as well. Now it's time for something special. Every week I have a hat-trick, and sometimes they're thematic, sometimes they are generic. This week uh, it is special because uh, I have a family member who needs uh, some moral support because she's going through some tough times but she is one of the most single-minded able-bodied positive people i've ever come across this is an izzy hat trick for izzy in uh, britain's west midlands specifically in the black country three in a row here all for you love Doesn't need 
So ends our Izzy Hattrick 
and that is the kvb the kvb.bandcamp.com that's the title track to their latest ep entitled submersion and uh, in betwixt one and three was whatever by wives wivesmusic.bandcamp.com that's a track off their latest lp so removed and they are from queens new york and we kick things off with uh, Barry, barry.bandcamp.com off. This is Happy to Be Here, Ext, E-X-T in brackets, E-P. And as I mentioned, that hat-trick is entirely dedicated to Izzy in the Black Country. Look after love and hope to see you soon. And uh, up next, we are uh, now 13 songs into the programme. It's time for a little bit of a German uh, sycophantia, if you like. Here's a song called Robert Forster and Grant McLennan by a, a German outfit called Die Realität. Just a whole load of fun. Sie kannten sich kaum Sie war die Freundin von Freunden Und er musste den Zug um Viertel vor acht Es wurde hell über'm Berg Das Licht veränderte alles Und irgendein Hund bellte sich blöd in der Nacht Sie sang hinter der Tür Er schaute stumm aus dem Fenster er dachte, solange sie singt, kann hier gar nichts passieren. Es wurde dunkel um vier, um sechs war sie für immer gegangen. Und er wollte sich mehr für Realität interessieren. Siehst du es leuchten über den Antennen? Robert Foster, Grant McLaren Sie fragt, hast du eine Zigarette? Ich kann beim Rauchen romantischer denken Aber schon damals schlief sie lieber allein er träumte von ihr, sie träumte von Zügen, aber ihn zu belügen fiel im Traum ihm nicht ein. Um nach Haus zu finden, musst du Umwege kennen. Robert Foster, Grant McLennan. Kannst du mir das Codewort nennen? Er sagte, Robert Forster, Robert Forster, Robert Forster, Grant McLennan.
Jersey. That's Real Estate of 2017's In Mind LP and a tune called Serve the Song. And before that we heard Robert Forster, Grant McLennan by Die Realität, some German pop of the Bubblegum Noir LP. You can get that on Bandcamp, I believe. And we are now officially halfway through the musical content of Programme. Now it's time to hear something by the Pop Guns. Yeah. 
Stranglers, and that's Skin Deep, and that is a single of 84's oral sculpture LP, preceded by the Pop Guns, a title and lead track to their 2017 long player, Sugar Kisses. And up next, I'm excited to play this for you, another new release, Why I Have a New Album coming out on the 24th of January, not long now. You can follow Why always at pinkflag.com. The single concerned is called Cactus. It is lovely stuff, and the, the new album that is forthcoming on the 24th of January is called Mind Hive. <laughs> Thank you. 
stuff by wire that's a tune called cactus and that's going to be uh, featured on the new lp mind hive out on the 24th of january just a few weeks before we can all get our hot little hands on that uh, guaranteed to be brilliant record because why i just don't make bad records and uh, very happy to say that if you do live in ottawa uh, where some of my listeners do reside where i reside um wire are coming in march which is uh, fan flipping tastic. My first ticket purchase of uh, 2020 uh, has been made. I'll be seeing Wire in March. Delighted to say just that. Here's this week's tune this. Lose yourself with reckless abandon and just embarrass yourselves to this one. i 
takes you back somewhat that's from 1986 with their second single that's goodbye mr mckenzie off their debut and recently re-released lp good deeds and dirty rags a fantastic lp and that's a tune called the rattler and before that your opportunity to uh, to lose it as it were get your badminton racket out and 
play it in front of the uh, uh, the mirror in the bedroom or sing at the red light while you're driving to this podcast whatever it might be whisper to a screen birds fly that's the extended club mix by of course the icicle works the genius of mr ian mcnab originally their second single released in 84 off the debut and self-titled lp on beggar's banquet records now then let's go to liverpool and hear something by a scouse popsters i saw and the jinx their latest single is entitled leisure time
from Atlanta, that's Lotus Plaza, with a track off 2012 Spooky Action at a Distance LP and a tune called Strangers. And before that, from Liverpool, I saw and the Jinx, I saw and the Jinx. Bandcamp.com, and that is a tune called Leisure Time. In case you couldn't have sussed that out, they were shouting it at you for about two and a half minutes. And um, up next, someone who's been on the program a couple of years ago, Louise Connell, now uh, operating under the guise of her real name after having started out as a Reveriemi or Reveriem, depending on how you pronounce it. Uh, the new album is frankly magnificent. It's called Squall Echo Rain and you can get all of Louise's material at louiseconnell.bankapp.com and that's Louise as you'd expect. Connell with a double N and a double L. Here's a tune called Rope. It's beautiful. Where the past, the present, our spirit. 
was never waiting for us, girl It ran one step ahead as we followed in the dance Between the parted pages that were pressed In love's hot fevered iron Like a striped pair of pants MacArthur Park is melting in the dark All the sweet green icing flowing down Someone left the cake out in the rain I don't think that I can take it Cause it took so long to bake it And I'll never have that recipe again
My copper pot is melting in the dark All the sweet green icing flowing down Someone left the cake out in the rain I don't think that I can take it Cause it took so long to bake it And I'll never have that recipe again week's cover me my goodness ain't that great that's hugh cornwell with uh, dr john cooper clark off uh, this time it's personal an lp released in 2016 and that is this week's cover me what a beauty that is and that was preceded by the wonderful wonderful voice of louise connell a track entitled rope off the new squall echo rain album which you can get at louiseconnell.bandcamp.com now it's time for this week's Weekly Peel, and this week's Weekly Peel is the Pastels. So Stephen Pastel, guitar and vocals, Brian Superstar, not I'm sure the name he was given at birth, uh, on guitar, Martin Bass and vocals, Bernice Drums, with Aggie on vocals and organ, and Joe from Hendon, vocals and guitar. Well, I never. From the Pastels, something going on. Don't 
Glasgow's Catholic Action, and that's a tune called One of Us, their latest single. And you can follow them at facebook.com slash Catholic Action Band. And staying in Scotland, this week's Weekly Peel. Sorry for the uh, the pony uh, sound quality there, but it's the, the best version I've got of uh, the Pastel's Peel session. And that's Something's Going On. Uh, and that's from January the 17th, 1984. Now, one more song before we get into three cover versions and an interview with uh, Annette from Medicine. But uh, before I do, let's play the vaccine, shall we? All My Friends Are Falling In Love, a single from last year. Yes! 
title track to the new and immense LP by Medicine that is Scarred for Life. I'm going to get into much more detail in just a second, but before I do, let you know that before we heard Scarred for Life, we heard All My Friends Are Falling In Love by The Vaccines. Brilliant little song, isn't it? A single from last year. Now, the interview feature is coming up very, very quickly. One more song to play by Medicine before I get into my chat with Annette. But before I do, I'll tell you a bit more about what's going down with this particular record. As I mentioned, it's an album of covers, and uh, the artists concerned uh, are Peter Blegvad, we've just heard Scarred for Life, a cover version of his, Bob Welch, Judy Sill, Monkeys, Jay Nets, Frank Zappa, Scritti Politti, Neil Young, Buffalo Springfield, Miles Davis, and Codeine. It's a brilliant record, is this? And here's another song off it. Here's Sentimental Lady, originally as done by Mr. Bob Welch.
That's the second of two tracks as chosen by Annette for this wonderful feature, an interview with Medicine featuring on their new LP, Scarred for Life. That was a song entitled Sentimental Lady, originally done by Bob Welch. But before that, we heard Peter Blakevad's Scarred for Life, as done by the wonderful Medicine. Now it's time for uh, my chat with Annette, ex-Bangle, uh, ex-original Bangle, no less, Annette. And uh, I'll be back later to wrap things up with one more song as chosen by her Dead Time Bummer Blues, as done originally by Judy Sill. Here's the interview. Enjoy it. Anyway, uh, I, I wanted to, to, to first of all congratulate you uh, on, on, on the record because I'm lucky enough to have listened to it to death for the past uh, handful of weeks. Uh, nice. And um, to, to also sort of place an accolade upon you as having quite the leave of absence. You've redefined sabbatical, it seems. <laughs> yes and no, it's weird because uh, actually, is this taping right now? Are we, yes, are it's, 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 are tape, it's taping for rebroadcast, yes. Okay. Uh, yes and no. The, the weird part about it is that I have been somewhat consistently playing, but not recording, really. So yes. it's weird. You know, it, it appears that way, but, but yeah, it, it, it's been a sabbatical, but not as long as it may seem. Well, a, a sabbatical certainly not from... A, not, not a Lazarus effect, exactly, but close. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's it's something that I mean. This is this is uh, the, the seventh the seventh LP now, and it's it's yeah. it's well documented that you've not just been sitting on your backside since since inception Please. since the inception yeah. of the band. You've been in your fair share of bands, and you've certainly been very active. And is it is it fair to say that the that, that from from the minute you left medicine, uh, you have been uh, active either playing live or, or what have you? But you've never took your fingers out of the pies, have you? Um, I was active, yeah. As a matter of fact, a big reason that it, it happened as anything that Brad and I have done with medicine is super organic. I know that word's overused. It's true, though. But um, when we first got together, he had some songs, and, and he thought, you know, we knew each other from way back from working at Lucas Pizza together, a record store. Yeah. And um, and he thought of me to do it. And it was nothing more than me just coming over to his apartment and hearing a demo, Ruka, a Ruka. Yes. And me just flipping over it. So we just sort of got together to do a few songs. And then I gave that tape, to, a tape, yes, a tape, <laughs> um, to, to somebody who I thought might appreciate it. And he did. And he then, from there, it just got the ball rolling as far as label interest goes. So they asked us to do a demo, and then we did that. And then, but the whole time I was in another band. I was actually in two other bands simultaneously. And at that time, which was in the '90s, you weren't really legally allowed to be on a major label and be in several others because I was on another major label at the time. You were on A and M, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. With the Ringling Sisters and Lou Radler was producing it. So that's it was right. Very, yeah. Very like obviously exciting, but really nerve wracking because if I again. Brad and I did everything sort of organically, not really expecting it to garner any sort of major label interest. Um, therefore, it, it, I, I never really worried about it, but then it did. And, and then I was like, God, you know, I can't, I couldn't really do both. So, oh, because um, that's that's something I with the Ringling Sisters, and then obviously Beth um, was in the band and, and continued on onward with them. So, right, because because yeah. I've always been curious, even in, in back in the day with the music press. To, to appreciate how you got your demo into the hands of Alan McGee at Creation and how, and how in turn, Rick Rubin got his hands on it as well. Um, yeah, so, so this... that was down the line, though, way after I, I, I kind of started 
started it with a, 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 a person by the name of Jeff Jacqueline who, um, uh, I don't know if he was working or he knew somebody at Creation or, or you know, he just, he just gave it to another person who, who he thought might... Um, the way, the way, the way it used to work, eh? Yeah. Getting get, getting a physical so, yeah. getting a physical cassette some somehow into the hot little hands of somebody. But you know what? I think it's still kind of the same, believe it or not. I think it's still really. Or I think if anything, it's gotten back to being again that word oh organic. I think it it it's sort of yeah. There may not be as many major labels out there, but there are sure a lot of independent labels, you know, and and plenty of them, and and that's uh, to me kind of bringing it to. Uh, an art form as opposed to commerce and the whole thing about medicine has always been that first you know uh, yes. uh, just from me walking into the, the apartment going oh god this song was so good so cool I remember thinking it sounded like an early butthole surfer song yeah it's very um, gibby yeah. I don't really see I mean it's obviously more a little bit like my bloody valentine but for some reason there was something about it that just reminded me of, of more experimental kind of early early yeah I can uh, see that for sure that's a bit of well, Aruka was the first song I heard by you. Much like you know, like most people, it was it was kind of the the, the introduction. It was it was quite an introduction because uh, at the uh, time yeah. at the time it was like, who are these Americans? You know, Be because it, it wasn't it wasn't wasn't really your domain as such. And these Americans came along. Uh, and we're doing stuff as good as, if not better, than the roster that were on, uh, well, largely on Creation and Hut Records and and, uh, and a handful of others. But uh, you came yeah. in like a real slap in the face, and it must was it was it? Uh, I mean, in in your absence, it must have been quite bizarre to watch the progress of the band from from a distance. Um, bizarre? No, it wasn't bizarre. It was it was it was pretty cool. You know, yeah. I didn't, you know the details because I was so involved with other music, so I couldn't really watch it super close. But, um, I mean, uh, they were touring a bunch um, and all, and obviously the Crow soundtrack, which was nice. That was super cool. So yeah. That was included for sure. Nice boon that was for um, sure. Oh, yeah. Perfect. You know, I just, again, I know it sounds really corny, but it was to me all about the music. And, and I just believed in those songs so much. Yeah. Um, and as far as Brad's coming up, because I, I came up with the lyrics for those songs and some of the melody and whatnot, and Brad did the music. So, I mean, Brad's background is so, like, dead in nature, so sort of noise, um, experimental, sort of avant-garde. So it's not super surprising that this soup came up from it, you know, knowing Brad and his background. Yes. I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a pleasant surprise what he... He, he pulled up, you know, but not not surprising. Nah. <laughs> well, let's 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 talk about well this this record itself. As as we fast forward over a whole oeuvre of work, really, and we and we get and we get to we get to October the fourth, uh, yes. uh, and and we we have the birthing of, of Scarred for Life. Now, it is truly um, a unique project, just by virtue of its of its uh, inception and its idea. But it really is, aside from it being covers, um, there's nothing else thematic about it, but it, it works absolutely beautifully. And I, and I used to be a music rep back in the day, representing tons and tons of indies. And one of those, the first gig I ever got when I was snot, snotty and fresh-faced, uh, I, 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 got, I got the KTEL gig, and, it, and then, it's, then I started to build my little empire. Nice. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, so I used to work for some some serious fromage back back in the early yeah. back in the early nineties, and then then it metamorphosized into some cooler labels over the course of time. But but I never I, ne I never <laughs> let go. Exactly, exactly. But I, I I never let go of it just just because it, it was just one of those cachet things, sort of tongue in cheek, a bit of fromage, you know. But it was Ktel Ktel that that went on to. Yeah, yeah, no, so it's, 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 sort of not, it's not my claim to fame by any stretch, but I always, always like to drop that. Hang on a minute, I actually work for KTEL, so that has to count for something. But I love, I love the faux, I love the faux logo. I love the simplicity of the aesthetic of 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 the LP or CD or digital copy, whichever format you're able to listen to. But uh, yeah. you, you lot listening out there, don't just listen to the record. Have a look at the cover as well. Don't let that be lost on you because it's. Uh, it is a it is a it's a very very nice tongue in cheek throwback to uh, the record yeah. flipper and a KTEL LP, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And again, that's kind of a Jeff from drawing rooms and Brad's idea. Brilliant and, idea, and, brilliant. Of, of sort of the that and a little bit of the VHS vibe coloring there too. Absolutely, so. yeah. You've got the CMYK in there and everything. It's really yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, very cool. So this 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 eleven track body of work, which blew my tiny mind doesn't take much but it especially blew my mind because largely the 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 i'm not going to lie the 11 songs i didn't know all of them and i defy anybody to know all of them without looking them up um and as i go through and i see judy sill and then i see frank zapper it's like okay these cats they, they, they know their stuff because they're you're, you're all over the map so of the 11 was it remotely democratic what was the process to, to sequence this thing Man, again, it's kind of like as we went, just like recording it, you know, it would happen super, at least the vocals happened quick with half the headphones off my ear, not even really being able to hear myself that great. It just, just it's just so weird how it, it just, it, I did not expect it, A, to, to be this cool, and and um, and I didn't really know. I, I, I was a part of this idea that was kind of like me, Matt, Devine, and Brad saying, okay, hey, what about this idea, right? This song. So we go, yeah. And not all of them, not all of them um, cut the buster. You know, not all, all of them really work. Right. Idea-wise. So those are the ones that stuck. Like, I came up with the version of Sally Around the Roses. Right. Um, Matt, Devine, I think, I could be wrong, I hope I'm not, was Sentimental Lady, which is the single. Yes. Uh, uh and then, yeah, and the other, and a handful were black. So all of us, you know, it's sort of democratic, you know, sort of democratic of bringing it to the table. But then from there, you know, since I'm not playing any music, it kind of would go into Matt and Brad's domain of if it's going to make it or not. Right. You know, if it gets cut or not. But uh, we all got along super well, super easy. Well, you know, I mean, it's Float. We brought up the same birth date, so I mean, we, we totally uh, make music together with ease, um, remarkable ease, and um, I, can't, I mean, I, I love Scar for Life, uh, I think that one came out so good, I think that one's the most, what's the word, alchemized from the original. Yes, that's a brilliant way of explaining it, because th of course from that's the... original the... to what it became, and yeah. also Judy Sills' Uh, um, uh, the time Blue Blues also um, has taken on a new form. 
That's well, well, I must say, medicinized farm for sure. And I love, I love uh, Miles Davis's Black Satin. That that's just seriously magic there. That that's just like that's wow. bonkers. I mean, that's that that, whole, that ends. It's a whole new song. Yeah. Yeah, it ends. It ends in a way. Well, it ends the LP, and and it, and it leaves you wanting more. So my next question is: mm. There's eleven tracks on here. Some didn't make it. Are there, are there, are there any on the? Well, you'd probably call it for the editing. I don't remember the ones that got caught or not. I don't think we ever got far enough to ever maybe release some. I think it was more like he, meaning Brad and Matt, knew, and this isn't really. And then you know, it wasn't like a fully formed song, and then it gotcha. didn't get on there. It was more like. You go into working on a song, and, and you just kind of know if it's going to jive or not. So it never was completed. Some of these ideas, yes. But you never know. I mean, it's it's you know, no doors are ever open when Brad and I work together. It's, it's you know, we could maybe even do a, a country folk album next, or more covers, or lovely, you know, something more noise or less noise. It's hard to say. It's kind of like how we feel. I know it sounds so so like. You know, arty farty. But you're not arty fast. You're just being. You know, yeah. like whatever. It's about what you aspire to do. Sure. Because honestly, you know, first Brad and I were getting back together after so many years. We're going to do an original uh, album together. He said, no, "You know, you never did it. Let's do something of your stuff." So we were going to work and collaborating on, on on new material, and we didn't even know it was going to be medicine. It could have been another project name. Right? Yes. Um, and so. It just happened that he got the idea to do covers, and, and we didn't even know if it was going to be a medicine thing, and, and it all came together as as everything was um, sort of gelling, you know? Yeah. And it, I think we made the right choice of, of, of you know, of doing a bunch of covers. <laughs> well, well, it's, it's a hope. it's a brilliant record. I mean, I mean, I've got I've got covers albums and covers coming out my ears. As, as if you've got a decent record collection, well, you will. But the the, the, be the beauty of a cover is it has to be almost unrecognizable, or or yeah yeah and 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 these are especially lyrically it's you know musically uh, it's it's tricky for me to grasp some of these but then 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 when when you hear the lyrics it it, it sort of joins the dots in 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 your little head, um, but but they're they're beautifully unrecognizable but not totally Thank unrecognizable. You. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And again, for like really that song made a huge um, dent and, and I think it brought as well because that's, that's partly why we maybe named yes named the album I mean I guess we could have called it Sentimental Lady that would have been really funny <laughs> it would have been misfiled in, in, in the wrong that section that would have been hysterical if we called the album Sentimental Lady like you know like those 70s t-shirts like Classy Lady or you know Beverly Hills <laughs> you know they have those Sentimental Ladies because they're really corny and really funny yeah. and you know we could have done that but I think both me and Brad were kind of like in this you know, um, I, I can't say we're like the cheerleader type of people, exactly, you know, and so the song is, is sort of, um, you know, it's a little sad, whatever. It's, 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 but it's right. Um, it's the right song for the title. It's the right song for the first song on yeah, side one. I, I, I just, I, I love that song. So it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Know, the original and our version too. Yeah, yeah, and, and just, just curiously, the, the Scritti Politti song. Who was responsible for that? Because that was. That, I, I, that I, is a, that's a, that's Brad. Okay, that's I, a Brad one. I love it. That was a huge Scritti Politti. He loved it because also there was some political, um, you know, meaning behind it too. Yes. Uh, yeah, so sort of romantic, darkly romantic, and then also a little bit of a politics. I don't know if it has anything to do with what, but it seems to be fitting also at the time. 
of our time. Yeah. Well, well Brad, Brad says, I mean, you've heard this quote numerous times, but he says, above all else, this album was really just some folks' attempt to keep sane in the wake of certain nameless oh, fascists. Sure. I mean, he, he was just, you know, with, with the election. Yeah. Both of us were in an absolute state of shock. Yes. You know, just like, still not believing it. Absolutely. There was still a denial about it yeah. at the time. And, and this was a therapy session. That's when I, again, no real expectations other than, hey, this is fun. Let's just get our minds off of it. Let's play music. You know, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And it was, it, it was part of that, you know, um, impetus of, of the political um, shock. Well, yeah, and it's also very yeah, odd. So, yeah, yeah. When, when Brad says you know, we're not we're not trying to be anything or whatever, it, it, it that to me that to me oh, just for sure. yeah That's it. yeah <laughs> just just chucking it down and, and this is this is what happened as a result of us hanging out and that's it. And, yeah, and it's yeah. perfectly. I mean, to the point where in a way I was kind of going, wait a minute, you know, after hearing all of it, I'm like, this stuff is really fucking good. <laughs> maybe it should be a little less whatever. Maybe we should kind of like you know, make a little more of a push for it. And I, you know, and, and ironically, after it was released, some of these quote-unquote larger labels listened to it and went, yeah, well, can we put it out? And I said, well, it's already, it's already out. It's I mean, out. No, Drawing Room is great. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. They're, they're, he just did a flipping amazing job. But again, our expectations were not anything super high. You know, it was, it was like kind of therapy and kind of whatever. Well, you, this this is something I'm sure that you had you just had to birth this thing and, and get it out there. And draw, draw, drawing room is a really really good home for the record for obvious reasons. I mean, it, it just makes sense. For sure, yeah. And it's yeah. A, it's a wonderfully small boutique label that, that does you justice, and they and they they really do a good job because you know, by virtue of the small roster and and their love of music, it seems to work That's very true. nicely. Yeah. And that's why I believe it is a really super duper good fit, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you because you know you, you've experienced yeah. this in the past. I mean, labels. So you're, you're familiar with Drawing Room. You, you, you know. Uh, oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great, it's a great label, and and I, I must admit that you know Brad's Brad stuff's on there, but there's yes, there's, yes. there's there's lots of really good acts on there. I mean, as I say, it's not a massively. Uh, 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 busy label, but you know, eleven twenty nine, and you got Country Florist on there. There's some really, really good bands on there, and uh, yeah, yeah, I've I've never been disappointed with anything that comes comes out of uh, the New York the New York label. It's really, really good stuff. Yeah, so so I think it's a super good, super good fit. Yeah, know? And, and and you know, we'll just see what happens. It's just um, it's well, just I'm so very proud of it. That's what I can't say. I'm super duper proud of of what we came up with, what we did. I, you know, there's so much stuff I've recorded that I just kind of went sad and, and just kind of like sort of find myself apologizing about it before anybody <laughs> listens to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, not this. No not apologies this, necessary. Whatever I did with, with um, Medicine or Bad before, I, it's probably uh, some of my most proudest moments. You know, well, it's, so. a, it's a great record, and I'm, I'm not blowing smoke either. It's, it's just when I got the opportunity to talk it's to you, I was, I was very happy because I've been buying Medicine Records since since the single, you know, since your yeah, single, which yeah. is, so it's, it's lovely to be talking to you, and I, I'm just so happy that you're back You're back in the fold, and my God, you have a well, voice. Thank you. you. Yeah, you must, I, I'm just very pleased to be working with Brad again, for sure, yeah, yeah. Brad and, and, and everybody else on board, you know. Whatever, whatever form it is, be it Medicine, be it, you know, another project we talked about, like, yeah. 
you know, November 6th or whatever, calling it, just whatever form, it's, it's, it's like that. So, so I'm super, super stoked, super happy. Well, it's, it's early days. I mean, the album's been out officially for five days, so the momentum is gaining. So hopefully there's going to be more people listening yeah, to it and hearing yeah. it. Actually, the momentum was building even, like, pre-sale. So now, you know, yeah, I... Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're allowed to do that, and that makes uh, yeah. sense. It gives you a very good yeah, barometer. I mean, it was, it was, um, it was tr- again another like, really? Okay, wow. <laughs> well, you have a lot of fans out there. Just be. Well, the industry has changed. You've seen it change. I've seen it changed, and 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 of course. There are many people like myself who, who are very happy that, that the band is back, but are also very happy that you are a part of it because that's obviously it's taken us back all the way to year dot again now, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's full circle. It's yeah, it totally has. Sure. Now I understand yeah, that, that I've seen that happen many a couple times. Yeah. Recently in my in my musical experience journey. <laughs> well, your journey. Where where is home for you right now? I'm sorry, one more time. Where, where where is home for you? Where do you live? I live in Los Angeles. Oh, you're straight in, live, you're right in LA? Yeah. Right yeah, in LA. I live, um, I live uh, basically outside of um, uh, downtown. Okay, downtown so you're, you're right, you're right in the thick, in the thick of things. <laughs> and where, where are you? Where I'm are actually, you? I'm, I'm based in the east coast of, well, the east of Ottawa, the capital, sorry, the, the east of Canada, the capital, Ottawa, the, the capital of Canada is where I live now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're awaiting cold weather and snow, and you're awaiting some warm breeze, I would imagine. Warm, yeah, global climate. Yeah, yeah. so we won't, we won't get into that. Let us... Indian summers now go almost all the way now into uh, Halloween or whatever. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? It takes you all the way to Halloween, and then Christmas is around the corner, and then you're looking, <laughs> then you're looking, at, then you're looking at spring again. It's lovely. So, so, so uh, Adam mastered this release, Annette, and, and I'm just wondering, in terms of production, because I don't have a physical copy, and I haven't got the luxury of having all the, the, the liner notes, um, what, 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 so what was the production aspect here? Wait a minute, so you don't have a vinyl? Is that what you said? No, I've got, I've got a digital copy, which is, which, is, which is brilliant, but I just don't have uh, all, all the notes, so I, I don't actually know who produced this LP. Yeah. In Chatsworth. So between the two of them produced. Okay. Yeah. I knew Brad would be involved somewhere, but I, I just suspected that there'd be someone on hand as well. Because Adam Gun. Brad and Tom, and then Matt Devine on guitar, and uh, uh, Brad on guitar, and Tom on percussion, and then Jim. Uh, Jim Goodall on drums, and I'm trying to think another gentleman on keyboards. That was on, uh, that was uh, a solo solo Godspeed. Yeah. It was solo okay. God solo Godspeed. Yes. That was the the, the keyboardist on on, yes. on the Zappa yes, tune. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to get my head around it too, because it, uh, it, it, it's it's. I'm playing harmonica. <laughs> oh, do you? Harmonica, uh, towards the outro. Oh, you know, brilliant, so brilliant, okay. It's, it's in the thick of that and, and all that stuff, so you can't really... But is it accredited to you, or is it just a... Just yeah. a okay, fantastic, even better, because yeah. yeah, all, <laughs> all these things I don't know, but it's good to know now. Now, uh, I, was, I was just wondering, too, because you've, you've been around the scene there for a long time, and you, you, you've, you've been a fixture, you know, ever since you were working in record shops, 
um, and, and you've, you've, you've always been a part of what's been happening in, in, in California and you've been a part of some very exciting uh, uh, scenes throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Are you still a record buyer? Are you still buying? Yes, I've got tons of vinyl. I just inherited a room full of vinyl. How does one inherit a room full of vinyl, Annette? Uh, lots of bookshelves. <laughs> I'm just because of my uh, question. Deep bookshelves. Yeah. To, to shelve them. Um, I lost uh, a lot of vinyl during um, my parents' foster house in the Malu fire. Oh, and no. A lot of my um, albums were there, a lot of my vinyl, not all of them, but quite a few. Yeah. And so I lost that, which was heartbreaking, of course. I can imagine. And then uh, I got some more. Uh, well, more than some more, just boatloads, shit tons more yeah. uh, recently. So I have more than, uh, you know, uh, restocked well, that's good. on that. And, and do I like to go to record stores? Yes, it's my happy place. I love it so much. I'd love to go look and just um, just be around that. I mean, I always have a fantasy, like, God, can I work at a record store again for one day a week just to be around it? To be around the love and, and just to geek out and talk about music the whole time, you know, <laughs> ignore the customers and just like, yeah. Oh, crikey. <laughs> High fidelity, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, yeah, I, I, I do not feel jaded. I'm not jaded. I still feel an incredible amount of excitement. Um, there's just more music out there now. Oh, my word. Way, 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 way more. Oh, my word. That's, that's why I do the podcast on it, because at the end of the day, I listen to music and all I want to do is share it with people in the hopes, uh, in the hopes yeah. that they actually like the bloody thing and go and buy it and support the likes of yourselves. It's, pure, it's the purest sense of wanting to share it, for sure. It really is. It, 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 it really is, for sure. We're recording it and then wanting to share it. Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds it's, corny it's, though, doesn't it? It does sound a little bit antiquated, but I, I, um, I, I, when I hear a song, I'm one of those people that live in constant fear that I haven't heard my favourite song yet, if you know nice. what I mean. Which is kind that's of dis- a cool fear. That's awesome. That's a bit yeah. disturbing. Disturbing as well. Yeah. So you dig and you dig physically, but you also dig digitally. I mean, Bandcamp, yeah, Bandcamp. Yeah. 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 And and sure. and every week I like to play new releases that you know no one's heard and and, and the, the amount of music out. Never really walk away from music, both both as a listener and as a performer, as much as you'd like to. Yeah. You can't really. I don't see how. It's like a virus, you know. It just stays in there. It could be dormant sometimes, but the other times it's more active. It just depends, you know. And in a way, I think it's a sin not as as a musician to not share your music with people because it, it, it's one of the purest. Um, it's a travesty. It's something you like. It's the purest sense of, of, of happiness, you know, or, or, or satisfaction. So not to let people hear things for whatever is kind of a bummer, you know, and and, um, and that's why you see people that continue performing from the stones from the cave to, to whomever, I mean, they just continue performing because they have to and, and, and the audience needs to hear oh, it. Oh, it's an intrinsic, it's, 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 an intr- it's an intrinsic need. You have to do for it. For sure. You know. it's, it's, a, it, it's a ubiquitous need, you know. I used to think movies had it more somehow. But it's no joke that you see directors that I think nine out of ten of them are complete music geeks. You know, yeah. they love music and they know so much about music. Well, you'd be just surprised. You, that's how powerful music is. Oh, it is. It's, 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 
I, 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 tell, I tell everybody, apart from love, it's the only thing that makes sense to me on this yeah. planet. It's the only thing that makes any... Oh, that's a good one, yeah. I, yeah, I, look, I look up at the mothership every night and wish, wish they could take me away and beg them to take uh, me away. Yeah, yeah. Because there's... It, so, but, it's, it's a life. But, but the way you're talking about it, I'm, I'm enthused by it. I'm sitting here at my desk and, and, I, and I'm smiling because... You are, you live, breathe, eat and drink it, which is fantastic. And you remind me, I, I'm not name dropping for the sake of name dropping, but, but I've been lucky enough to, to uh, talk to, to Brick Smith quite a few times on the show. And Brick's being, okay. being from LA. She, I get the same kind of enthusiasm from you as I do from her. It, it will never leave her. And, and, and I, that I, is so funny you say that about Brick, because this is kind of going off a little bit and it's interesting you've the two of us, because <laughs> I want to tell you a little funny story here about Marky Smith. Right. Um, well, uh, Lucky and I hung out for a little bit, uh, like way, 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 way after he and Briggs uh, stopped hanging out. Right. And this was in the early aughts, so it's like 2000, 2001 or two. And yeah. And they performed at the Knitting Factory, and that's the time I was there, and we were hanging out. And um, and so I watched him perform, and I was very close to the stage, or we walked up to the stage together, and uh, this cracked me up. Uh, some fall fans said, look, there's Brick Smith. Oh. To me, I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was really funny. It cracked me up. It's like I never thought of that. But look, there's an American lady with Marky Smith. Yes. Blondish hair and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's a great yeah, anecdote. That's, 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 that's funny. Yeah, no, she, she, she's very, she seems very cool. I don't know her, but obviously I know to let know her and say nothing but amazing things. But it's just the vibe I, the, the vibe I get is that I know cool, cool lady. she's totally cool and she's as in, as enthused as you are and, and it's it's a beautiful thing to witness this this level of enthusiasm and still oh, yeah. and still just not being able to, to, to persist without without this fix as it were. I'm still nineteen. Oh crikey. Never 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 I'm still 19. never change Annette, never change. It's better for words, I can't. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm envious of you. I, I've had to conform through through stupidity, and I wish I'd been more free spirited no, in my I'm life. Conform too, for sure. You know, it, it is part of it, but uh, it just makes you dive deeper into our, our passions. For sure, for sure. Now, I was going, I was going to ask you, you, you talked about this inheritance. I, I, I share your grief. I had, my, I had most of my records at my parents' house when they were robbed way back in, the, in about 1990. Oh. So I, I know what it's, what it's like to have stuff taken, and I know what it's like yeah. to, to try and re-accrue stuff again and try and build, because it's, it's, yeah. very, it's very important that you do. But aside from the inheritance, what was the last thing that you actually bought that you heard and said, holy shit, I've got to own that? Was, it, was there something that sticks out lately? Oh, I think uh, probably the last, it was actually a CD, it wasn't vinyl, and it was a local band uh, oh, okay. that I really love very much, called Warm, Warm Drag, um, <clears throat> Warm, Warm Drag, and then, and then, but more recently, after watching the TBS Country Special, I bought uh, several, um, like, Amy Lou Harris vinyl. Oh, okay, good for you. Yeah. Good so stuff. I got some vinyl um, of Emmy Lou after seeing that special from Johnny Cash, and um, what is it? The Summer Forty Two that has a lot of country western on it that I I bought vinyl as well. I know it's old vinyl. Oh, that's okay. That's great. But original stuff. So I was so excited about that, and by Tammy Wynette Greatest Hits. 
Oh, that's absolutely bizarre. I, I, I actually got a Tammy Wynette's Greatest Hits today. Now that is absolutely is. crazy. Okay. That, that's really? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I swear to God, that's yeah. that's a little bit standby. Your man is weird. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, I see apartment number nine, all of that. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was my last vinyl. Oh. That was my last vinyl um, purchase. Those, those, That's those, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that just that just really in, in, enforces your your uh, your diversity. Now, I was go I was yeah. going to ask you to kindly help me, being that I'm a lazy bugger. I was I was hoping that you could choose three songs off the LP for me to play around this interview. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, no problem. Um, Star for Life. I knew that would be uh, one of them. Great, uh, sentimental lady, and then dead time by my blues. It'd be awesome. Oh, that's magical. Yeah, you can't. Well, you couldn't go wrong either way. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's that's that's one, two, and three. Boom, boom, boom. No wrong answers. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> and I've got one last question for you, and, and, it, and it's hypothetical, and it, and it's something I ask everybody and always have. Um, mm -hmm. uh, hypothetically, you're around my place. You've done a successful gig under what rendition? Could be medicine. Could be any number of things. Uh, and you've got a nice hot beverage in your hand, and I come out of the pantry with the magic biscuit tin, and I say, Annette, you can choose any biscuit, cookie, or derivative from God's green earth, past, present, or even future. What would you go for? Oh, my God. That's a really good question. But I, I, you, you broke up. You, Yeah, or, or, or related, because people t tend to stretch it into the, into the realms of cake and other things. So, or donuts. Yeah, or donuts, God forbid. Laugh. Yeah, God forbid. I love, love, love my donuts, but I do like cookies. Um, biscuits, just for the simple fact, we don't, I, I'm just not around them that much. Yeah. I probably go for that. It's just not, because they're not so sweet. But cookies, I am, I have a soft spot for, and I love them very much. So I would go with, um, I think I would go with the coconut macadamia and white chocolate. Oh cookies. my goodness, that's great. Coconut mac that, macadamia. I'm not around, yeah. No, you're not looking around. You, you know your stuff. You know your stuff. So coconut macadamia and white chocolate. Great. And I've got this I've, I've got this really grandiose over the top infographic with all the artists I've interviewed over the past handful of years adjacent to their biscuit of choice. So I will dutifully email you that uh, thing in the next couple of days. Oh man, that's the best. Thank you. And I will place it in my social media uh, oh, as well. Oh, that's marvellous. And of course, I'll, I'll be in touch uh, as soon as the uh, the interview is is up on Spotify and Apple and goodness knows. Oh, so, sure, yeah. If you can let me know so I can... Oh, yeah. It's available It's available everywhere and I'll be sure to drop you a line when, uh, when it's going to be live. But in the meantime, okay. I'm absolutely delighted to have spoken with you. It's been an absolute uh, pleasure. It's pleasure. It's so much fun. Thank you. Thank and, you so much. And I'll be in touch soon and, and, and just, just keep making records. God love you for uh, it. Thank you. We will. I will, for sure. All thank the very... liking it. Oh, well, it, it's not even an effort. All the best. Talk soon. Get some fruit. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Great stuff, that. Thanks, Annette. Thank you for filling us in on all the details that pertain to uh, Scarred for Life and a whole lot more. Let's play one more song, the third song that Annette chose, Dead Time Bummer Blues, as originally done by Judy Sill.
Dead Time Summer Blues, as originally done by Judy Sill, one of three covers that we've heard from the entire cover version LP of uh, the latest medicine release, Scarred for Life. Bradlaner.badcamp.com is where you can get all of medicine's releases. Again, Bradlaner.badcamp.com. My thanks go to Annette Zelinskis for her chit-chat and her time and her giving nature. Also, I must give thanks to the Coconut White Chocolate Macadamia but uh, very importantly, I must give my thanks to you for listening. Thank you very much for giving me another three hours of your immensely valuable time. Do me a favour, please, and spread the word of the programme. Uh, let people know about it, who you think might be interested, and those that might be in need of a, a musical education. Do lead them and point them in the direction of Near Perfect Pitch. We're on every platform. Doesn't uh, doesn't matter what you're listening on right now. It's available everywhere. Spotify, Acast, Google, iTunes, Podbean. My goodness, I'm running out. I heart, all those, everywhere. Shows everywhere. Near perfect pictures, keyword search it, and uh, please do spread the word. I shall be back next week with a top interview with Mr. Tracy Howe of the inimitable Rational Youth, uh, who have a re release to celebrate, amongst other things. Lots to look forward to next week. In the meantime, have a great week. Be safe. Ta ra. <laughs>